Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. Now, if you're the male, whether you understand or not, the house is judged on you. And a lot of times your kids are independent and rebel, but the blessing's on the house and they can do it because you're blessed. By principle that the patriarchal leader is the covering and he creates the atmosphere and just like any other uh, younger child they can think it's because of them but it's not necessarily so it's because what's over the house it's like us we start thinking we're great but Jesus is the one over the house and he's the one that saved us it's a principle. Think about that. He does the work. He went to the cross. He took care of everything. Who's Where are you living under? Your benefit or his? His. So by principle, when you get under what God put over you, that blessing comes upon you, not because you deserve it, because it's God's way of blessing you. Because in doing that, he changes who you are. And you start to understand order. Anyway, so number two, God expanded. So expanded their thinking. He does it when you hang around somebody who you're supposed to learn from. Matthew 8. Matthew 8, 5 through 10. They're hanging around Jesus, okay? Now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, the centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. And the centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. For I'm a man under authority and having soldiers under me. And I said on this one, go and he goes and another come and he comes to my servant, do this and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed him, surely I've not found uh, such great faith in all of Israel. Do you realize by hanging around the Jesus, the one who was supposed to pass it on, they figured out that it was going to include the Gentiles, and if they would not have followed Jesus, they would not have known. And they were expanded, and they, yeah, I'm sure it gave them a headache. Like It's like Peter when he, when he had the vision about the Gentiles. God challenges your thinking when you follow. That's why when you're a follower, things lodge in you that your leader tells you that you can't quite get past your head. And then you start trying to figure it out. There's only one way to go. Either you believe them or you start accusing them of being wrong. You have to decide. I'm talking about passing it on. I'm talking about really passing it on. I'm not talking about pretending we passed it on. You might not think that's a big deal. That's a huge deal. If, you've ever tried to, if you ever try to teach anybody anything at work, let's take it out of the Christian realm for a minute. You just try to teach people at work and they just won't change because that's the way they've always done it. And the company has stumbles because they won't change. Why can't it be the same in the spirit? 
If you've ever worked, how many of you worked long enough to know what I just said? You work with a guy or something, and he just won't change and just affecting the job. You wish he'd learned something because there's a new way of doing things. Now, number three, they saw the need. You have to get up close to see what need he's going to fill. Now, when they got close to Jesus, Matthew 8, 14 and 15, they saw, uh, and when, when Jesus was come to Peter's house, see, Jesus brought it home. Him being a good leader, but in a healer, he healed one of his disciples' mother-in-law. So that was a firsthand, his family changed because he met Jesus. Now, you might put it in the natural terms. You never know. Peter might have had to support his mother-in-law and had to pay all the bills. She couldn't do anything. Who knows? But Jesus affected the follower's life. And it, how many of you know God got to do something for you so you know? Then he saw them, they saw them heal the multitude, so they started to see what his mission was. They were close enough to see what his mission was. We're talking about passing it on. They can't get it unless they see it. And you can't see it unless you get in. Number two, or number four, they saw the cost. Matthew 18 and 19. Some of these are hard. I remember I stumbled over this one, the second one I'm going to give you for a long time. You never stumble over the word? I've stumbled over the word. I've gotten caught and thought, man, I ain't got that. I can't do it. And a certain scribe came in him and said, Master, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said, the foxes have holes and the birds ha have the air. Uh, I'm sorry, and home have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. In other words, now don't take this like Jesus was broke because he had a treasure and you don't have a treasure if you're broke. Jesus said, I'm on the move. I have a mission. I don't have a permanent home and I got a job to do. And I don't know where I'm going to sleep tomorrow. Do you want to follow me? Never heard from that guy no more. You notice it ended right there. That was that. It was over. See, when you're on your mission, you can do without anything except your mission. My meat, Jesus said it, my meat is to do the will of him who sent me. Meat is provision. If he wasn't in the provision, he wouldn't have had the grace to do it. Even the cross, he had to get grace. He prayed to go to the cross and he had the grace to go die. See, when you're in the will of God, there's grace for you to do it no matter how it looks to somebody else. I've learned that. And when I say I think you should think for yourself and be your own man, I think that I should put a qualifier in there somehow that you've got to be a God man. Because when you're a God man, no matter who don't agree with you, there's grace to do what the Lord told you to do, whether anybody likes it or not. There's an ability and a provision for you to do it. And if you start thinking, you won't do it. You've got to obey and the grace comes. Do I think you should bounce it off of somebody besides yourself and not self-govern? It's a good idea. Jesus had nobody to bounce it off of, but he prayed all the time and he used to pray all night long. He fellowshiped with God, his dad. Now, you can do that, but I suggest you use the pastors or whatever. You know what I mean? Here's the tough one. This one, this one uh, made me stumble. I remember sitting there selling cars down there at the Buick Garage and, uh, at, at the used car lot desk and reading this scripture right here, and I thought, my God, my God, is this what kind of commitment it takes? And another of, one of, his, another of his disciples said unto him, Lord, Suffer me to go bury my father. And Jesus said unto him, Follow me and let the dead bury the dead. Whew. Wow. Silence on that one. In other words, your commitment has to be greater to me than it is to your family. I'm not telling you to dishonor your mother and father. Please do not take it that way. It took me 10 years to digest what I just read to you. At least. 
very painful because my father had just died and I was reading that scripture and it devastated me. I remember sitting there and the pain I felt that that's the kind of commitment that he wanted. I thought, what kind of God would want that kind of commitment? But I understand now that that's what it takes to follow him. And you may not have to ever do that, so I'm not telling you you ever have to do that. But it takes that kind of commitment, even though he slay me, yet will I serve him. If I die, at least I died doing right. If you want to be a disciple, that is. See, you could tell it really is a narrow way, isn't it? Wide is the gate that lead to destruction, but narrow is the way. It's a narrow way. Anyway, uh, big time commitment. Number five, there will be storms. There'll be storms when you follow Jesus that he can rest and you can't because he's trying to expand you. You remember where he went to sleep. That's what I'm talking about. He went to sleep in the boat and they said, you don't even care if we perish. And he said, where's your faith? Another expansion of faith. Expansion. And they said, what manner of man is this that even the winds and sea obey him? You realize the privilege of what they were getting to see becoming a disciple, all they saw in his life? I mean, they're with him and everything, and the weather obeys this guy. What is this? Number six, controversy. Madman of Gadara gets delivered. They go in, the devils go into the pigs, and they run Jesus out of town because of all the trouble he created when you follow God, there'll be storms and you will, there will be controversy. What character in the Bible that you read about didn't have controversy? Even if you were Rahab, I'm sure they thought, why'd the horror get delivered and me, and me get in trouble? Controversy. And if you think people, you know how people are when they think you get something you don't deserve, they treat you bad anyway. But she believed. Isn't it amazing? It's what you believe that gets you in and out. It wasn't her prostitution that got her delivered. It was her faith. <sighs> My God, that ought to tell you something. It's not what you've done wrong. It's what you believe that's going to get you right. I just think that is a wonderful truth. But you see, I'm sure she had controversy. There's controversy. And you can't, you can't get away with it. So these, these are the things, and I think all these ingredients, there's more. I'm sure there's more. Engage as many people as you can, but you, 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 you wish you could tell them up front, this is the beginning of your process. It's not the end. You're at the beginning of the process because it's in engaging and the following. And see, if you, please hear my heart. And then I got to close. You can't attain what I'm talking about. You can't accomplish this. Did, that, did there sound like there was any like semesters there? There might be, but how do you attain good character? By process, not by achievement. That's why when the devil tells you you're not getting this and you're not getting that and he's creating that performance, you address him and you call him a lying enemy. Because exactly what he told Eve, he told Eve, there with God's withholding something from you, because if you knew it, you'd be like him. 
Liar? Liar, liar, pants on fire, as they used to say. He's a liar. He, create, he appeals to your insecurity to make you feel like you're behind, so you will desperately do something to try to get there. And God's all about peace because faith has rest. I, I, I can rest and sleep good because I know it's not based on me. It's based on his promise to me. And if I can just cooperate, I don't have to, have to carry the anxiety of, I wonder if I'm late. I wonder if I'm never going to get there. Oh, my life's going by. I'm 62. I ain't got to what God promised me. All, all that torment. I don't have to worry about it. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.